Welcome back to the show, everybody. Got a great episode for you today. Probably not going to be a super long episode because I only have two reviews. But for those of you who don't know, this podcast is basically just a compilation of my videos on YouTube. So you'll hear me say, leave a like and subscribe and all that kind of stuff. So if you don't want that, just head over to my YouTube channel. Also, all these reviews come out earlier on my YouTube channel. This is just for the people that are on the go and want to listen to the podcast form. So there's that explanation for you. And the two reviews I have for you today are going to be starting with 2022's Fall from the creators of 47 Meters Down. And then after that, I will be reviewing Bodies, 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 um, which has Pete Davidson in it. So should tell you what you need to know about it. But yeah, those are my two reviews for today. And before I get into them, I do have to thank my sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Audible, which if you don't know, has a great selection of audiobooks, originals, and podcasts. And right now, if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash popculturepodcast, you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible Plus, which lets you listen to a selection of audiobooks, originals, sleep tracks, meditation programs, and podcasts. Or you can get a free 30-day trial of Audible Premium Plus, which gives you all of that from Audible Plus, as well as one free title per month from an extended selection of bestsellers and new releases. And you own those. So that's awesome. So, uh, yeah, if you want to go get that 30-day free trial of Audible, that website is www.audibletrial.com slash popculturepodcast. Now, on with the show. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Right, so 2022's Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, yeah, I thought it'd be a little fun to wear glow necklaces for this because the character in here, Alice, was wearing a lot of like glow necklaces and whatnot. So I was like, let's spice up my review a little bit, put on some some glow sticks, some good old-fashioned glow sticks. As you can tell, they're made for kids, so they don't fit me that well, but oh well, we're doing it. Um, and I was going to put on some bracelets too, but... Before this happened, I tried putting on some of those bracelets that I got, and it was hard enough to put them on with two hands, let alone one. So if you didn't listen to my review for fall, I kind of addressed this here. Uh, basically, this summer I've been getting into baseball a little bit more, going to games and whatnot, and playing around in the batting cages. And I decided to go to a batting cage a couple days ago, or a few days ago now, uh, when this will go up online. But ball ended up hitting my hand went to urgent care ended up having a hairline fracture so taking notes right now is kind of difficult i talked about that in my review for fall which definitely go check that out because that was quite a good movie and quite a good review as well if i do say so myself um but yeah uh i mean it sucks taking notes right now i have to take them over my phone and print them off and when i'm watching two movies in a day like i normally do I can't often go and find a printer to print off my notes, so I do have some printed off stuff here, um, as well as like the cast and all that, so 
that helps out a little bit, but things are going to be a little bit more tricky in terms of taking notes for a little bit. So bear with me. It should only last a couple weeks, hopefully, as long as nothing gets worse. But yeah, that's that's nice and fun. But Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is a 2022 film. It's directed by Helena Rain. Uh, not familiar with that director. And I'm not familiar with the writers as well. For the screenplay, Sarah DeLapp. And for the story, Kristen Rupinian. Hopefully I'm saying that right. And the plot synopsis here is when a group of rich 20-somethings plan a hurricane party at a remote family mansion, a party game turns deadly in this fresh and funny look at backstabbing fake friends in one party gone very, very wrong. Um... It's hard to lock down the overall vibe of this movie. Is it a slasher? Is it like a horror movie? Is it a comedy? Is it a drama? Is it a thriller? And it's kind of all of those. Uh, and personally, like there's a lot of re pretty positive reviews out there, you know, with some minor nitpicks. But those minor nitpicks are pretty much all I have with this movie. I mean, there's a few moments in here that I liked, which I'll kind of talk about, not in depth, but um, I'll talk about a little bit as to not spoiling spoil anything in a little bit here um but yeah i really did not like this movie at all i don't know if it was just because i watched two movies in one day it could be partially that or i even wrote down here maybe a bad theater experience because there was sound really loud sound leaking over from the theater next to us into ours so it made it hard to hear certain things that you know they were talking about in the movie um and then also like there were people just laughing in the theater but not at the movie just like laughing because of a conversation they were having with somebody and I was just like well that's just annoying so it made, made it really hard to enjoy and like pay attention in certain parts um especially since like I was already kind of already watched a full film I was like oh man I gotta watch a whole another movie and I don't think I'll like it and I went in with like moderate to low expectations and I still was I wouldn't say disappointed but more annoyed than anything which at times is kind of the point. Some of these characters are meant to be annoying. Honestly, these are the kinds of people I hate on the internet. These certain like influencers and just the personalities that these people have. They just annoy me so much. Um, but it's still a really great cast. And I would say for the most part, like these, these cast members pull off their characters very well. Um, we have Amanda Stenberg as Sophie. Believe, don't... I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure she played Rue in Hunger Games. Great there. Um, I think she may or may not have been in that uh, Dear Evan Hansen movie. I liked her in there. Um, anything I've seen her in so far, I've liked her in. So she she was definitely good in this movie. Um, yeah, I liked her in this movie for the most part. Uh, that, I don't really have any complaints with her character. I don't really have any complaints with the two main characters here. Uh, Maria Bakalova, who you might know from Borat 2, uh, playing B. And both of these characters are characters that you start off with and really like in the film. Uh, Maria Bakalova, probably more so. Um, by the end of the film, there's certain things that happen that kind of make me not like Sophie as a character. Um, you know, certain things I think about where I'm just like, eh, eh, but, um, yeah, hopefully I didn't spoil anything there. Uh, but yeah, Maria Bakalova, I think, was great in this movie as B. Um, 
I mean, she wasn't really given a whole lot to say. She didn't, she wasn't given that many lines, which is kind of disappointing. Um, she was kind of just that person to stand there. A lot of times in this movie, she's just standing there reacting to certain stuff. And she doesn't really get a whole lot to do, I feel like. So maybe that's just me personally, but I really just feel like she didn't get enough to do being basically the main character of this movie. Uh, we have Rachel Sinat as Alice. Uh, this is the character that wore all the like glow stuff. So um, uh, funny enough, this is the character I probably found the most annoying. So the fact that I'm kind of trying to like emulate her a little bit is is ironic for sure. This is an idea I had before I watched the movie. So yeah, she was definitely one of the most annoying characters. At times she was just like yelling and screaming and like nonstop talking and stuff like that, which is kind of perfect because she has a podcast and that's something I can relate to because I have a podcast and a YouTube channel and I can never stop talking. But at the same time, the things that she's saying are just so freaking annoying, dude. I cannot get past it. I know that's what the characters are supposed to be for the most part in this movie, but I can't get past the fact that all these characters are just the people I hate the most on the internet. Um, we also have Chase Sui Winters, or not Winters, psh, Chase Sui Wonders, a little bit of dyslexia there for you, as Emma. Um, another character we don't really get a whole lot of in the movie, um, in terms of, like, character development or anything like that. Um, in fact, I really wouldn't say many of these characters get much character development. Maybe B, Maria Bakalova's character, gets some. Um, but everybody else, I just feel like, kind of stays the same. Um, if not worse, by the end of the movie. Um... We got Pete Davidson, a character, not a character, uh, an actor slash comedian slash person that I actually personally like and find funny. I really liked him in King of Staten Island. I like him on SNL. I think he's a funny dude. But here as David, I'm just like, meh, he's just kind of here in this movie. It seems like at times he's just kind of here for a paycheck. And um, yeah, we have, and forgive me if I pronounce this wrong, Mahala. Harold, probably saying that wrong, as Jordan, um, she, we definitely get to see a very good amount of, um, her character, I don't know, she's, she's very intense for sure, um, and some of that might be, be because of drug use, but, um, yeah, very intense person, not afraid to, like, get in your face and, and tell you what you think about that, like, she tells people what they think about them, and, doesn't really hold back a whole lot. Um, so yeah, she's she's intense for sure, but she can kind of hold her own. Uh, then we have Lee Pace. And this is the per last person I'll mention because the last person credited isn't really that integral to the plot or anything. But Lee Pace is Greg. Um, this is the character that's like, looks like he's 40 years old. He's dating this younger chick, uh, Alice. That's her boyfriend. And... Yeah, he, he's kind of an idiot. So, yeah, that's just kind of his character. Um, there's certain personality traits about these certain people. Like, Alice. She has a podcast. That's her personality trait to me. Um, Emma. Uh, she is dating Pete Davidson in the movie. So, that's kind of just who she is. And she kind of cries at things and... Yeah, that's about it for me. Uh, I don't know. She's very self-centered, for sure. She she always thinks that people are just thinking about her and whatnot. Um, Sophie, she 
is a recovering addict and is trying to like do the best she can, but there's certain things that she's around with these certain groups of people that I don't know, just kind of bring something out in her. So, uh, Pete Davidson as David. I don't know what to say about his character, really. He's just kind of, like I said, he's Pete Davidson's just kind of here in this movie. Um, yeah, Jordan, already kind of told you about her. B, she's just like the sweetheart, you know? She's, she's the person that just kind of shouldn't be there. But, you know, because of certain situations, she's just there. You know, she's dating Sophie. They're in a relationship, so Sophie brought her to this party. And chaos ensues from there. Um... I mean, it sounds like a fun concept, and it kind of is. I mean, it's literally like live action among us, but I don't know. There's there's a lot of comedy in this movie that just does not land for me. And I watched a certain review. I think it might have been Chris Stuckman where he's like, the people that go into this thinking it's going to be a slasher are going to be disappointed to find out it's a comedy. And I'm like, I went into it thinking it was going to be mostly comedy. And that being said, I barely laughed at all throughout this film. I didn't find anything funny. In fact, I found a lot of the humor in here just to be absolutely cringy. And I mean, it's like Gen Z humor, just like making fun of Gen Z, which I'm all about. I love making fun of them. But at the same time, I just hate hearing people talk like that. And just the way certain people in this generation are to the point where it's just like so annoying for me to watch and Honestly, like, it's only an hour and 35 minutes. It felt so much longer than that. Oh, my God. I even got up, like, at a certain point and just walked around for a minute. I mean, I don't do that a whole lot with movies, but I needed a minute from this one because I was just like... I mean, it's not necessarily a horrible movie. It's probably not even the worst movie I've watched this year. I don't think it's great. Will it end up on my top 10 worst? I Probably not because there's been a lot of not good movies this year so far, but... I don't know, there's just something about this movie with the comedy, I just find it overwhelmingly cringy. Uh, the funniest moment, I wrote this down, the funniest slash most entertaining moment in this movie comes at the very end of the film, and then is followed by a really just poor line choice to, like, end your movie on. And, um, yeah. Because I was like, when I saw that ending, I was like, oh my god, that's both hilarious and the best part of the movie and then that character, still love her, B, she says a certain line, which I'm not going to say here, but she says that, and I'm just like, really, that's how you're going to end it on that line? Like, that's not even that good of a line. Um, and then when it comes to certain, like, cinematography, I heard one review where they were talking about how great, like, the cinematography is, and I'm like, compared to what? Because, like, this is pretty, pretty generic and a little mediocre at times. Um, you know, there's some interesting shots that they have, but for the most part, it kind of just seems like, you know, a lot of these people have a camera strapped to their head and they're just like looking at things going on. And, um, you know, there's a lot of times that fits well for the most part with the movie, but there's a lot of times where you can't even really tell what's going on. Uh, you don't even really see any of the death scenes for the most part. Um, you just kind of see it after the fact. It's a lot like Clue in a way. But for the new generation and just done not as well and no shade towards the director or the writers at all but this is just i think you found a movie that will appease a lot of people but for me personally this is one that just does not do it for me at all 
Um, I'm not going to watch this again, most likely. And if I do, it's just to give it another chance to see if I can see what other people are talking about. But for me, like um, I, I said here, best to go in with no expectations, maybe not even watching the trailer, just so you don't think it's going to be a certain thing and then it's not. Um, yeah, people seem to love it. I can understand why. It's a film with a message at the end of the day, but, you know, for me, a film with a message, I mean, if, man, I love a good message. This is a message about, you know, trying not to be a selfish prick, and I don't know, just, I don't know, that's really what it is at the end of the day. It's like, don't be a fucking asshole, and like, you got a bunch of rich fucking assholes, that are like social media influencers, which we really don't even see them doing a whole lot of like social media stuff. But, um, I don't know. They're just a bunch of assholes and it's, the movie's just like, don't be like that. And I'm like, yeah, fucking obviously. Like, okay. I mean, there's some people that need to hear that for sure. But for me, I'm just like, these are the people I can't stand most in the world. Like online, the people that I see that do this kind of stuff, I'm just like, I can't stand them, like, Logan Paul, like, there's certain, I mean, even at times, Pete Davidson's character can be, like, kind of, kind of a, be like, oh, yeah, I could see him being, like, a Paul brother or something like that with that, that kind of mentality that he has, but, um, I just, there's a lot of influencers, influencers I could call out, but I'm not gonna do that, because I'm not in the, the business of making enemies, but, um, yeah, I already said live action Among Us. I do think this movie, since we don't see a whole lot of, like, death and horror, it's kind of underwhelming. Um, like I said, it's kind of like an updated version of Clue. And it's it's an interesting concept, especially with the whole bodies, bodies, bodies element. This whole game that they're playing. I mean, yeah, it's basically Among Us. But, you know, I, I like the concept of it. It's, it's an interesting concept. It has great actors, or at least for the most part, like, good actors. Um, it should have been better than it was, but for me, I just don't get why people like this one as much. I mean, I, there's aspects I get and there's aspects I don't, but for me, this is... I, I, I'm going to have to say that this movie is... And this is me being nice to it because maybe... Just maybe there's some stuff there that I didn't quite see that other people did. I'm going to give this movie a 5 out of 10. Um, yeah, there you go. There's my review for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies from 2022. What did you guys think? Have you seen it? Comment down below. Tell me what you thought. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Are you in the middle? I wouldn't say I hate it, but I don't like it. It's not something I want to rewatch, really. Um, and also comment down below if you are planning on seeing this movie. Did my review make you want to watch it or make you not want to watch it? Why or why not? Leave a like on the video and subscribe. Hit that notification bell so you never miss an upload. I should be back next week at some point. Um, I might be starting up that Alien um, franchise review kind of thing like I did with Predator. Possibly next week I'm going to try to start doing that. Um, and then Beast with Idris Elba comes out next week. And then that Orphan first kill haven't seen the first Orphan movie, but I think I might watch that and then go see the second one if tickets become available at my theater, which they are not at the moment. But um, I feel like they probably would be by the end of next week or whatever. So we will have to wait and see. But thank you so much for watching. I will see you in the next one.
All right, so 2022's fall. And yes, before anybody says anything, yeah, I injured myself there. For those of you who watched the 42 review, you'll know that I, this summer, started getting more into baseball. And I decided to try out a batting gauge. And this is what happened. So the ball ended up hitting my hand, got a hairline fracture. So gonna be stuck with this for a little while. It's my right hand too, so it's my dominant hand. So I'm not gonna be able to do a whole lot of notes over the next maybe like week, week and a half. It's nothing too serious, but yeah, I didn't take notes for this movie. The thing is when I go out to the movies, oftentimes it's my day off. So I, I get two days off a week and one of them is just set for movies. The other day is set for whatever else I really wanna do. And most of the time I'm seeing two movies in one day. That is what I'm doing today. I'm going to see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies in about an hour and a half. And um, couldn't take notes because I can't print out notes. I have the cast and all that printed out on this sheet here that I got from home. But um, I'm just not able to like print off notes or anything like that while I'm out and about. So yeah, uh, no notes for this movie. There will be notes that I will most likely take for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And I will be reviewing that one later on at home. So, I mean, I'm recording from my phone, so I can't really just read the notes off of that and record at the same time. So it's going to be a process for sure. Hopefully all my points are, are decent enough, but bear with me at least. Uh, the director here is Scott Mann. The writers are Jonathan Frank and Scott Mann. And I believe one or both of these people worked on the... Um, the 47 meters down movies it's from the creators of that movie or maybe both of them i'm not sure um but we have grace caroline curry as becky the main character you might know her from shazam uh shoot what's her name in that movie i think it's mary um i really like her as an actress i mean i've only i think i've only seen her actually no i've seen her in more than one thing i've seen her in one of the annabelle movies which i thought she was actually quite good in and um and shazam which i'm excited to see her in shazam 2 as well but uh here i thought she did a pretty good job uh we got virginia gardner as hunter this is a actress i'm not very familiar with so comment down below tell me other stuff that she's been in um mason gooding I believe his character's name was dan they actually show it in the trailers his character dies and that's kind of what sets up the story for this movie uh, and then you have Jeffrey Dean Morgan as James, the father to Becky. And uh, that's pretty much the main cast there. Most of the time, you're just with Becky and Hunter. Um, but, you know, having Jeffrey Dean Morgan in there, I think kind of sells people on the movie a little bit more. You get one of those. I think he's an A-list actor. I don't know if other people feel that way, but personally, I, I think he is. Um, but yeah, you're following Becky and Hunter. And they basically go to the top of this, I don't know if it's necessarily a cell phone tower. I'm not sure exactly what it's supposed to be. I think it's like a cell phone tower or something similar. Um, it's like 2,000 feet high, I think. Um, I kind of made the joke. I was like, oh, 47 meters up. That's fun. Um, but yeah, I saw this trailer a few weeks back and knew that I wanted to watch it. I was actually going to review E.T. today. I was going to go watch that and then go watch Bodies. But um, I decided I can either go see E.T. next week or I can just watch it at home. I really don't feel like I need to watch it in IMAX. But if I have time for it, maybe I will. Um, I wanted to choose something I actually haven't seen and, you know, something new. Uh, so I went with Fall. 
Yeah, like I said, I saw the trailer a few weeks back, and I am definitely afraid of heights. Um, did this movie, like, give me any anxiety about that kind of stuff? A little bit. Well, I can't say a little bit. There were definitely a lot of times in this movie where I was just, like, shaking my head, and I was like, oh, my God, you guys. Um, you know, the, I wouldn't say Becky is as dumb of a character and makes as dumb decisions as Hunter does. Hunter is probably, I mean... She's a thrill seeker, but at the same time, she is kind of a fucking idiot about it. She didn't bring any food with her. She brought one bottle of water. Like, come on. You got to be more prepared for that kind of shit. I mean, yeah. But there's a lot of times in this movie where, I mean, obviously, I don't think they actually filmed this on a 2,000 feet tall telephone. Telephone? Telephone? cell phone tower i don't think they actually filmed that on there i'm sure they did some scenes that were like high up off the ground but i don't i don't think they actually did all that that being said a lot of the shots in here look pretty real and it adds to the suspense of seeing these two people on top of this tower and just seeing the earth below everything's so tiny i mean they're kind of in the desert so they're like there's not many structures out there but I mean, the structures that you do see, the small town that they have nearby, you can barely see it. And um, one of the issues I have with this movie is the aspect ratio, actually. Um, I think it should have been a little wider because with a movie like this, I want to feel like I'm like on that tower with them. And at times I kind of felt like I did, but since I was like far back enough, I could see the whole screen and then just like these black boxes on the side, these little black rectangles. And I'm just like, fill up the screen, please. Just fill up the screen. Um, I mean, that's a big issue with a lot of movies these days, especially when you're not watching a like big blockbuster movie. Um, a lot of these movies, they don't fill up the entire theater screen or like the, you know what I mean? Um, especially for this movie, I felt like they should have taken advantage of that more and, I don't know, just had a wide, I mean, you wouldn't be seeing as much, because they're, a lot of the shots are just on top of this tower, just seeing these two on top of this tower, so it, you really wouldn't be adding a whole lot to it, but at the same time, I feel like it would have, I don't know, I feel like it, I would feel more like I'm in the movie, in this situation with them, if that aspect ratio was a little bit bigger, that's all I'm saying. Um, I mean, I have my complaints about this movie. A lot of the movie relies on its concept alone, which I think works most of the time, but they kind of go for something towards the end there where I get it, but at the same time, it didn't feel necessary. And I mean, I'll say it, it's just kind of a twist that I wasn't expecting. And when I saw that twist, I was like, I mean, I can understand how that would happen, but... I don't fucking like it at all. I was literally in the theater when I, when that twist came and I was like, no, that shit's fucking stupid. It's fucking stupid. You didn't need that. All I need is to watch these two girls on top of this fucking tower trying to get off, trying not to die. All these other fucking things happening, like these fucking vultures flying around them and trying to kill them. I mean, like one of them hurts their leg, hands. I just want to see them in those situations. I don't need this fucking this fucking M. Night Shyamalan twist in this movie, it should be pretty straightforward. And like I said, there is an explanation to the twist. It makes sense 
from like a psychological standpoint, and I might be giving away too much, but I don't know how I feel felt about that twist. Um, the cast in here, I'd say, is fine. I mean, like I said, you're mainly with Becky and Hunter the whole time, so I think they do a good enough job conveying the situation that they're in and kind of like, I don't know, that, that fear. It, it felt real a lot of times. They weren't like, uh, you know, one scene where Becky is like trying to pull, pull Hunter up and the way she's like kind of screaming just in pain and also just adrenaline, it felt real. Like she was actually trying to pull her up because if she doesn't, she might, like Hunter might die and there's a possibility that Becky could die too. So like I felt, it felt real. Those survival moments, they felt really real to me. Just the characters like, not trying to be pretty and all that. I'm not saying that because they're women, but like, you know what I mean? When it comes to survival scenes like this, a lot of times actors like to act tough and like, I don't know, just be badass about it. But then they're like, you can see the struggle. There's a lot of struggle and that's how it would really be. And a lot of these scenes, I'm putting myself in that situation and I'm like, I have no fucking clue what I'd do. Granted, I'm not like, a hike, uh, not a hiker. I'm not like a, a climber or anything like that. Um, but like just seeing these scenes, I'm like, I don't know what I would do in this situation and seeing them overcome it. I mean, they're struggling for sure. And it's realistic. And that's something I like about it. Cause like in those survival scenes, it just, I mean, you see the actor a lot of the time and you're just like, Oh man, it's the actor just being a badass and surviving here. It's just like, no, they need to survive. Like they have like the things they're doing, they have to do or else they're going to fucking die. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of really tense scenes in here for sure. Um, but I, I can't get past the fact that, and I know it sounds like a small nitpick, but that aspect ratio really just messed me up because if that screen was full, I would have felt so immersed into the movie where I'm like, Oh my God, I'm I probably would have actually had an anxiety attack, honestly. Like I said, I do have a fear of heights. So if, I don't know, maybe if I was even a little bit closer to the screen, it would have been better. I mean, this this is a lower budget film. I'm, oh my God, I almost forgot to tell you about this. This is made by fucking BuzzFeed, my dudes. This movie, it opened up the first like credit, or studio credit was like BuzzFeed Studios. And I was like, oh fuck. Jesus, oh, mother of God, what did I just get myself into? And overall, I did like the film. Is it going to be in my top 10 best of this year? Probably not. I mean, there's a lot of freaking bangers this year so far, and there's there's even more to come. Black Panther 2, can't wait for that. Um, you know, the Batman was great. Vengeance was great. I really liked Prey. There's been a lot of great movies this, this year that have blown me away. And this movie, while... It had me on the edge of my seat. I was very entertained. It didn't necessarily blow me away because I feel like it's the kind of thing that a lot of people have seen before. I haven't watched a whole lot of these like kind of survival movies like 47 Meters Down. I have not seen 127 Hours, but I've seen enough clips from it to like kind of grasp the situation. I don't watch a lot of these kinds of movies because a lot of times they actually do kind of give me some anxiety. But here I was just like, Oh man, I'm going to need to see that because it might not be good, but the concept alone is interesting and I need to watch it. So, I mean, it doesn't necessarily stand out a whole lot compared to some of these other survival films, but there's something I like about it at the same time. 
Um, overall, I think I'm going to give this movie a 6.5 out of 10. That seems pretty fair. Um, it's, it's a pretty solid film. I would recommend checking it out and maybe not being in the first row, but at least in the like second to third row. Be as close to the screen as possible because it'll immerse you into the film and make you feel like you're right there with them. So, um, yeah, a lot of really tense scenes, edge of my seats, 6.5 out of 10. I feel, I feel like that's a fair score. I, I liked a lot of aspects and then there's some aspects that were either underwhelming or I just thought were kind of stupid. So, and unnecessary. But I won't be getting into any of that because I don't want to spoil anything. But definitely go check it out if you can. I don't know how many theaters are really going to get this movie. Um, just because I kind of struggled to get tickets for the theater near me for it. So if it's near you, maybe go watch it. Uh, especially this week. I don't know. I don't think Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is, is going to be a good movie. But I could be surprised. So I would recommend this movie. But would I say it's like a priority to watch it no not really in fact i'd say probably go watch vengeance or even stay at home download hulu and watch prey um but for this movie if you really want to go out to the theaters you're really not sure what to watch and you're interested in a kind of survival story i think you might dig it so yeah uh that's all i have to say about 2022's fall have you seen it comment down below tell me if you loved it if you hate it if you're in the middle I'm definitely more kind of in the middle, but I'm more towards liking it than hating it, obviously. Um, have you not seen it? Comment down below and tell me if you are planning on seeing it, if my review made you want to see it, or if you're just going to skip it. I would definitely like to know. Leave a like on the video. Um, subscribe. Hit that notification bell. And I will see you in the, the next one where I should be reviewing Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So we'll see how that movie is. Going to see it in a little bit here. Peace out. Thank you all so much for listening. I should be back next week to review Beast, starring Idris Elba. Might be reviewing Orphan First Kill if that shows up in the theater near me. Gotta watch the first Orphan film as well and review that. So, might be reviewing the first and second Orphan movies. Uh, and then some Alien movies as well. I probably won't get through, through the whole franchise this week, but I can at least get through hopefully a decent amount of them if I don't procrastinate on it. So, for those of you who don't know, I was going to watch all the Predator movies, all the Alien movies, then finish with Alien vs. Predator, and then do a huge tier list for all the films. So, going to try to keep going with that. I know I have a hairline fracture on my right hand right now, so it's kind of hard to take notes, but there are workarounds for that. So, bear with me while I have this shit on. might take like a week or two to get it off and to actually be able to use my right hand again so kind of sucks but you know I'm pushing through it making the best of it and trying to keep a positive attitude and not let it not let it you know make me upset or anything like that so shit happens it sucks but it is what it is so thank you all so much for listening. I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Culture Podcast. The link in the bio of my Instagram will take you to a page full of links where you can find a link to my YouTube channel, where you can find all these reviews earlier. Um, for those of you who actually want to see them earlier, you can head over to my YouTube channel. And anything on this podcast that you hear is, like, that stuff's going to be on YouTube. At least, at the very least, a day before the podcast comes out. So, 
you will be getting reviews and whatnot earlier if you head over there. There's also a link to my Tee Public store where I have a few different designs available. I would very much appreciate it if you picked one of those up. Um, one of them, the Thor Hammer shirt, might be leaving soon just because I made that in honor of Thor Love and Thunder, and that was already kind of a while ago, so might be taking that off soon, coming up with some new, desi new designs, maybe surrounding the new Black Panther movie. That'd be kind of cool, so might do that. Um, and then there's a link to my website as well, which I haven't really updated in a while, but all the information should be still pretty accurate for the most part on there, at least with like the links and whatnot. Um, what else is on there? Link to... I think that's it. Like links to where to find me on apple podcasts and spotify and then the facebook and instagram so yeah that's all i got for you guys today go hit me up on one of my social media platforms and go head over to my youtube channel hit subscribe please i would very much appreciate it and uh i'll see you in the next one